The Chaser Report is recorded on Gadigal land. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report with Dom and Charles. Look, Charles, this is going to be awkward. I am. Um, but I'm applying for a, a full-time position um, oh. elsewhere. I mean, I can probably still do this now and then, but I just want to do... You, you don't work full-time on this podcast? No, no. Um, <laughs> but look, I, I've been sent to a rec- recruitment homepage and oh, yeah. it, it sounds pretty exciting. You might want to sign up as well. Oh, it's wow. It's possible okay. to something yeah. you do together. Yeah. Uh, it's about, we'd have to go and work in Canberra, Ooh. but we'd be doing meaningful work oh, yes. that impacts millions of Australians. Oh, wow. And okay. I mean, there's all kinds of things we, we could potentially do. Mm. Um, we would be able to go and make an impact in, um, in government, defence, mm. health and aged care and infrastructure. And it turns out there's a lot of jobs available at, at this employer. It's a world-famous employer. You've probably heard of them. World-famous? Yeah. It's like one of the world's biggest companies, actually, in terms of services firms. It's um, called PwC. Oh, right. I'm going to sell you on this after this. <laughs> Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Yeah, Charles, I'm looking at the vacancies and... Um, <laughs> The How do they have any work on? How are not all their contracts cancelled, especially in Canberra? I'm not kidding. The, the top job available. Mm. I'm actually going to apply for this. Yeah. Uh, chief number chief one, ethicist. No, <laughs> that's close. what they need. Yeah. The first one is the top job, governance, risk and compliance director. Oh. That is the top job in their Canberra Well, they, they certainly probably should have filled that a, a few years ago. Uh, just for people who haven't been following the latest twists and turns of consultancy-based uh, scandals in Canberra, uh, PwC, uh, just to, to sort of give you some context, um, well, what did they do? We, they, they For the last 10 years, they consulted to the Australian government and one of the consultancies that they did was uh, – how to sort of make tax law more tax, you know, yeah, more taxi. Yeah. They wanted to work, the Australian government wanted to figure out how to um, get more tax from global businesses like mm. Google. And it was a huge announcement by the Treasury to go, we're actually going to claw back billions yeah. of dollars. It was a really exciting thing to think that mm. these massive companies that earn all this money in Australia and pay no tax, that mm. we're actually finally going to get them to pay something, not mm. their fair share, but something. Yes. And so they got PwC in yes. to provide advice on how to do this and here's the plan, will it work? Mm. And then the same partner went and advised all of these companies yeah. how to avoid well, paying with, tax. Within hours yes. of the, the law being announced, he was on the phone. Hot tip, guys. Um, and and my understanding is they'd slipped something in there with, which they knew was a loophole, which was sort of their special source that they could sell everyone as the way through. Like they'd already planned how to how to evade the thing that they'd been paid by the government to design. Well, this is the this is the thing. I mean. Traditionally in consulting firms, and I worked for a big consulting firm at one point, they're very strict about having uh, people who are working for, you know, 
mm. opponents, competitors, whatever it is, um, not talking to each other. In fact, some firms will only work for one particular company in a particular industry. Yes. But another way to do it, Charles, is for yes. the same person to be playing both sides of the field mm. and playing them off against each other. That yes. way you make more money Yes, and uh, it's just unethical. It's mm. the slight problem with yeah. that. So wait a minute, what jobs do they have? Because when you say unethical, I think cha-ching. Well, I mean, governance, risk and compliance director yeah. is uh, the, you- the job closes in, in, in a couple of days actually. It closes. Yeah. Um, oh, that's all right. I'm sure you can just bribe the person. <laughs> who's accepting the things to extend the deadline unethically. Part, part of the job is to identify gaps in the market <laughs> um, and to support the team to disrupt, it says here. Oh, imagine doing that job interview. That would be hilarious. We We've have both to, got apply. to apply. You've got to apply. We've both got to apply. Yes. Yeah. And uh, apparently in this in this job you would solve meaningful problems. Seems to me you would create meaningful problems. Uh, the other jobs. No, you do both. <laughs> you do both sides. Yeah. So the other jobs PwC's got in its Canberra office at the moment. I'm not making this up. Mm. Senior Auditor Centre of Excellence. What? Would we be calling it a Centre of Excellence yeah. at this point? Uh, work Health and Safety Specialist. I can understand why they need one of those. There's also a Manager Assurance Centre of, of, uh, of Excellence. So really they're aspiring for excellence. But what is Assurance of Excellence? That's sort of... That sounds like something the chaser would say in its slogan. Mm. Like our slogan is striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence. Actually, we need to be a centre of mediocrity. Yeah. We need to establish a satire <laughs> yeah, centre of right. mediocrity. We need to get an auditor in to make sure we're mediocre enough. There's some great other jobs here. Manager, procurement, ops, risk and gov. Yeah, yeah. I don't quite know what that means, but I think was, there are some risks to manage. Yeah. Well, it's the, the risk of procuring government contracts that you then sell out the government on. The extraordinary thing is that following this this scandal, which is just basically the most egregious possible thing that an advisory firm can do. Oh, it's, it's, become, it's stealing. It's it, stealing it is, from the Australian public. It is essentially public. fraud. Yes, yeah. it is. You're, you're charging for services that, you then, that you're not providing. Mm. That you're, and, and it's treason as well. <laughs> <laughs> Arguably, yeah. In fact, I heard, I can't completely back this up. I've been doing a lot of um, talking about this this week in, in some other work that I'm doing. And um, here's the thing. Apparently in some of these contracts they've actually put provisions suggesting that it might be a crime if you uh, if you mm. do the wrong oh, thing. It, it would definitely be a crime. Surely it's a I mean, how can it not be a crime? Like To defraud the Australian government. Yes, that is that is criminal. Like fraud is a crime. I mean, you next you're going to say that, um, that tr- trying to yeah. build car parks in return for votes is dodgy. I mean, Charles, the, where the, is the line here? The problem is, though, isn't it, it's a white-collar crime. Yeah, it's an inverted commas crime. Yes. It's, it's, it's crime and you, be, you put the font in white so no one can, can read it. Done by people who sit in boardrooms. Mm. So yeah. but, but, the consequences are well, a, a, a slap these... over the wrist and an executive job at Channel 7. No, well, Charles, what they have here, <laughs> <laughs> this is the company that offered Ben Smith a partnership, as we yeah. said in that special episode the other day. But, Charles, they've put nine partners on leave as a result of this. Uh, on so paid, leave. paid leave. Paid leave. Yeah. Sort of a holiday, really. But it's <laughs> fair enough that the same people are, are now defrauding PwC employees yeah. by getting still getting paid. Dom, can I confess my sins uh, oh, of, no. of fraud and embezzlement at the chaser in order to get put on paid leave? <laughs> like, like, <laughs> you probably I'm, could. I'm feeling a bit with haggard. What, with I, what I money? need a bit of a rest. Um, <laughs> 
But the, yeah. the amazing thing is they haven't named the nine Well, people. I can tell you the money that I've stolen from the chaser. Okay. It happened just recently, which is, I don't know whether you remember, but we put out an album. Remember the album that we oh, put we out? Oh, we put out the album. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. So The best sketches from the Radio Chaser radio program. So still available. We've still got quite a few of them. Yeah, we've, got, we've still got lots of physical albums. Strangely, Nobody's, very few people yeah. bought physical CDs. You can stream it if you want to check it out. Some of them are quite good. People do stream it. Like A lot of people stream it. Like We've had hundreds of thousands of streams just in the last year. Seriously. And I checked the account the other day, like sort of there's an account that links to Spotify. Oh, okay. And we earned, get this, $76 in royalties for the year to, um, for the year, basically. Charles, Cole Makes Me Come has 655,000 well, that, that wasn't that wasn't on the album. That was on the album. But yeah. that's a massive amount of um. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Amount of like, do we do we get paid for that? That would have been worth twenty well, bucks. No, Cam gets all the royalties Cam for that. Cam gets all the royalties yeah. for that. Yeah, but but uh, no, but, but the the album made us seventy six US dollars. US dollars. Yeah. Oh, which is basically hundred. Rolling bucks. in it. Yeah. And but the fee for maintaining the album on Spotify through this service is $69.95. <laughs> so I just thought, should I do the disbursement of $7? There were about sort of five or six people involved in the album. So it would be probably about $1.25 each. And I decided, no, I'm going to embezzle it. You owe us uh, a beer. Yeah. Actually, well, no, you're not a beer. You're not a beer. A beer. I owe you one beer between... Sort of six or seven people. It's a thimble of beer. (laughs) That's great. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The Chaser Report. News a few days after it happens. So do you think that would impress the recruiters at PwC? And it might do. Yeah. I definitely think we should actually apply for these jobs. Oh, definitely. If you can yeah. give us refer- – we need some fake referees. Oh, yes. Can, can you, you email yeah. podcast at chaser.com.au if you have an actual job in this in this field Yes, and we can use you as a referee. That would be enormously useful. Um, oh, otherwise I'll just put you as my referee. Oh. You're a CEO, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Actually, that's true. Yeah. 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 An unethical CEO. An unethical CEO. <laughs> uh, but there's so many great details. So there's nine partners. They haven't identified no. who they are. You yes. know why? They think it would be unethical. (laughs) Um, And Malcolm Turnbull was on radio this week demanding that they be named and shamed, these people who who, who did it. Right, okay. And And he's very upset about the things that happened on his government's watch. uh, Yeah, he seems to be increasingly upset about everything that he had the exact power to change and didn't when he was Prime Minister. We've got to remember how it worked, Charles. We had had, um, Q&A slash RN Malcolm Turnbull for many years in exile. Yes. Then he became the leader and became compromised compromised Liberal (laughs) leader. Who basically, I think Barnaby Joyce, the technical term is had his balls in a vice. Um, yes, yes. And then as soon as he left politics, he became affable, centrist, mm, yeah. uh, principled Malcolm again. <laughs> and look, in fairness to him, wouldn't we all be a bit like that if we, you know, became <laughs> if we prime minister? To, and if we walked away <laughs> yeah. from the... 
Yeah. yeah. I mean, like, you know, like, that is what, like, yeah, that, that is just human nature. That, mm. Like, not wanting to excuse him, but you just go, actually, everyone would be shit in that yeah. job. Because yeah, I mean, it's and a yeah, shit job. yeah, I had to slide on a few of my principles in order for my <laughs> colleagues not to backstab me the way they did before and did eventually. But it's, it do. was so frustrating because you could see them, they were going to backstab him anyway. Yeah. Why not just, that's the thing. It's like, it's like a pandemonium. They're behind you. They're behind you. And he's going, oh, yes, they're all behind me. I think I. <laughs> I wrote him a speech. I actually wrote a speech which, which mm. I published where he came out and, and endorsed same-sex marriage. Mm. And my concept was that the only way he wasn't going to get um, backstabbed by his colleagues is if he was so popular in the polls mm. that they couldn't because yes. he was so, it's so liked. He, but instead he pandered to them yes. and they backstabbed him. Malcolm, you should have given my speech. <laughs> it's in The Guardian. I wrote it for you. It's nice. <laughs> I can't believe I thought he'd, uh, he'd read it in the Guardian. Didn't he start the Guardian? But, Malcolm, I did it for but, you. But you've got to – so the thing uh, – um, so – the thing is, PwC, they've, they've put on leave these nine people. Yes, um, gardening leave. The gardening leave. And then and then, now what happens? I mean, surely they won't get any extra. I mean, besides that tax contract, that tax office contract that they got the other day. But I don't know dozens, whether you saw that. Did you see that? There are dozens of other contracts they've got. The, yeah. the defence they've got. They've got the, 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 everyone has PwC working for them. The tax department just recently mm. discovered that they had been underpaying their employees. So they got PwC in to audit their- To uh, audit the, or just figure out a more legal way to do it, to underpay their employees? Oh, right. I don't know, oh, I don't know which okay. it was. Yeah, that is, that's more wide. Because, I mean, I mean, this is this is another example of, of the sort of awkwardness of all of this, the way these service firms work. They would provide, you could get from PwC, both the strategic advice on how to minimise your tax mm. and then also the auditing to say whether you'd done a decent job and paid your tax. That would be the same company doing both sides of that equation. Right. I mean, it might seem like a conflict of interest. No. I see it as an alignment of interest in making lots of money out of the taxpayer. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's fair enough. Why are we not a professional <laughs> services firm? I don't know. I mean, you'd say a lack of expertise, but you don't seem to need expertise to bill taxpayers for hundreds of millions of dollars. No, you don't. Um, yeah, we should just apply to become a supplier to the federal government. Yeah, of yes. sat- satirical services. Yes. Um, we could audit. We could. You know what we should An do? An audit in mediocrity. We should audit any plan. We should get them to run any plan that they've got past mm. us yes. to see if anyone's going to make fun of it because that's, just, that's what <laughs> we would do. A comedy audit. Yes, a comedy audit to yes. work out if something's – you know when a couple of years ago the Australian government, I, I think, put, yeah, created dick, a new agency that looked like a The dick. Women's Network. The Women's yes. Network and it so, looked so like so a, I've got a, a pair of breasts. funny anecdote about that logo, right, which is we mocked it in our interview show mm. that year. I think it was the war on 2021 or something. And because it looked like a dick and balls, it, it was looked, women's it, it looked like yeah. both breasts yeah. and a dick and balls. And no one said, "Hey guys, there's a slight issue with this." And so we were in Canberra. We did a show in Canberra, and we showed that. And it was during the quiz. Mark does this quiz in our shows, mm. and that's one of the things. One of the women who'd got up on stage um, to do the quiz said, "Oh, I designed that logo. <laughs> <laughs> I was in the Women's Network, and I designed the logo." It was so that's brilliant. See, Charles, what we would do is the government would show us what they were going to do yeah. and we'd say whether or not it was going to be made fun of mm. and then we'd use that privileged information to make fun of it before anyone else could. Yeah. Oh, yes. We'd play both sides and, of the table. And so everyone would have the drop and every, like we'd have the drop. So the moment some big announcement was happened, we'd have the gags ready to go. Yeah, absolutely. And um, Unlike, you know, four to six hours later. Like it, would it, mean, it would mean, Charles, yes. that the advice be, that we gave them about whether people would make fun of <laughs> necessarily compromised. Yes. They'd be paying us to give us advice we were then going to go and break. Yeah. But that's what they do. That's what they do. All right, I'm going to apply for this job. Yeah. Um, 
as uh, what was and it? I'll, I might apply for your deputy. I'm going to be your deputy. Yeah, that'd be great. So yeah. I'm, I'm going to apply for director of governance, risk, yeah. and compliance, and I'll be the receptionist. And if anyone wants to write me a referral, yeah. um, podcast at chaser.com.au. I'll let you know how it goes. Look, they're probably pretty desperate. I bet you I at least get an interview. Yeah, and actually, if anyone, especially from PwC, uh, is listening and uh, wants to give me a reference, that would be great too. That'd be great. Oh, yeah. can, you, can you order our tax and provide <laughs> advice on tax <laughs> yeah, minimisation right. at the same time? Yeah, that's great. That'd be great. Thank you. We don't have any money, but uh, yeah, frank, well, frankly, you need clients more than you need money I've, at this point. I've got a sweet $7 lying around. Our <laughs> uh, gears from Road, we're part of the Iconoclast Network. We'll catch you next time. See ya. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.